delivery apps are getting back in business with yet another pilot program, which whenever you hear pilot program in Toronto, just it's a program. It's just a thing. I don't even know why they pretend it's not. Nonetheless, they're going to see Uber Eats and other delivery apps uh, allowed to buy booze directly from the liquor store and deliver it to you. And this was done during the height of the pandemic. You might recall during the lockdowns. It was very short-lived, but the, the province allowed it because, you know, we needed it. We needed to be allowed to get stuff to people because we couldn't go out. But restaurants and bars argued it would undermine their bottom line because they were only allowed to sell booze with a food delivery. And not everyone wants food and booze. Sometimes they just want booze. And... So they they see they saw it then as un, unleveling the playing field, but they also see this as unleveling the playing field, and that you know instead the province should be backing private local business over these multi-billion-dollar unregulated uh, technology companies that don't invest in our local communities. And leading this charge is a couple of local businesses who are saying, you know what, I don't like this, so I want to change it. Let's talk to who those people are. Christine Hubbard, operations manager for Back Taxi, and Cindy Stern, owner of Bistro on Avenue, where uh, if you need chicken wings and you want chicken wings, they are the place to go. Thanks, ladies, for joining us. Thank you. Thanks so much, Alex. Let me start a little bit, because this is not formal, but um, I'll start with you, Cindy, if you can kind of explain that when you heard about this, it was kind of an automatic where you thought, wait a second, why are we not investing in our local businesses that need this? And so you took charge of it and called up Christine, and is the is it that you met and are trying to get this fight off the ground? Well, I actually thought your um, prelude to this conversation was excellent. I don't even have anything to add, so thank you. But I Perfect. actually there you do go. have some. Actually, I do have <laughs> some things to add. I, I was just scrolling through it, and and when I saw that, it was just like another gut punch. And the um, first question I had was, why did he walk? Why did Ford walk it back last year? But it's okay this year, as if everyone's had this miraculous recovery, which I know we haven't. So I'm assuming, um, I mean, business is getting better, but it's nowhere near what it was pre-pandemic level. So um, I just thought I I didn't understand it. I loved when he brought out um, alcohol delivery for restaurants. That helped our bottom line, too. So I just thought we're back to square one again and couldn't understand why he would partner with the LCBO and Uber Eats, which they're all doing just fine on their own and uh, leave us out this time. Yeah. And not to mention, Christine, leaving you guys out. I mean, the cabs, certainly I know, I remember these days, I mean, the cabs have been secondary uh, to, to Uber and these other driving apps f- for some time. Um, and they have fought the good fight. They have done everything possible to be able to keep the playing field at least somewhat level to, to survive. And yet it's always kind of uh, the cabs that are cut out of the process. And so when you and, and Cindy met, what were some of the ideas that you came up with that you think could work to make this uh, a playing field that is level? So I, I think um, we've been doing restaurant and food delivery for a long, long time. And, um, you know, Cindy is a perfect example of a local small business owner, someone who has um, managed to make it through this pandemic um, by the way, as you said, best wings in the city. Um, but well, you know, best what we want service in the city too. So, <laughs> so what we want to see here is a collaborative, um, you know, way to work together so that we can all see that local small businesses and and I think that this is lost on on people sometimes. 
every taxi in the city that you see here uh, is a, an independent small business. And I do yeah. find it really, really disheartening because we hear a lot of the rhetoric, support local, shop local. We have all these provincial hashtags and, and municipal hashtags, shop to, but the reality is there's just never anything behind it. And, you know, again, I, I can only imagine, and I frankly can imagine what it felt like when Cindy, you know, thought about the idea that our premier stood up for the little guy just to turn around and, and potentially squash the little guy. And I think it's just really disappointing that we see these partnerships, like you said, with multi-billion dollar foreign owned companies who have established their bad behavior um, and, 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 you know, work together um, to, to lobby governments to, to do this. Yeah, I mean, or at least include the cab companies when you're building these deals, but they just kind of always seem to be an afterthought. And I'm, I'm going back to my childhood, which was a long time ago in Hamilton. I remember the cab was always who we called if we wanted alcohol because they were so reliable. It's like, can you get us a case of beer? And they would do that. And and it is a service. Like, Christine, if you wanted to get booze, I'm not sure if it runs like uh, dial a bottle or one of those services. It's not, it's not that the cabs haven't proved they can do this. They can do it. They can do it, and I just didn't know. I don't know why they announce things so quickly, um, and there's never any leaks on it, so it comes as a surprise. And give a, come to our table and give us some time to figure out a delivery app and how we can uh, do it smoothly with um, that. But just level the playing field and give us some time and maybe help us out, bring some other restaurants to the table. Um, we have Beck Taxi, and let's play Let's level the playing field. We could probably take on Uber Eats and skip the dishes, but we would need time and we would need provincial and municipal support as well. So how would that work, Christine? Because, I mean, you know, there are processes that you have to go through um, to get your license to be able to do that. But are, are cab companies not more established to do this because they've already got licensing? They're already regulated. Uh, so for me, I'm looking at it going, it might actually be easier for the cabs to do this. But, but you can explain the process of what, you, what would need to happen for this to include the cabs. Well, it, it, that's exactly right. We are regulated already. Every driver, every vehicle is licensed to operate commercially insured 24 hours a day, unlike uh, the counterparts that we see in Uber and Lyft. Um, first, we'd have to see it's that issue with the restaurants where they have to be able to, you know, send out or, or have people pick up um, or for us to deliver the alcohol without the requirement of the food. Because what, right. you know, we're starting out at a loss here. The LCBO can send a bottle of booze without any food with it, while uh, Cindy and, and Bistro and Avenue are required to send that with food. So that, and, I think, would have to be the first thing that... And it is, is, it is an antiquated law, and I know the purpose of it was mostly for indoor dining, where if you're serving someone, you want them to have some, some food as well. But for delivery, uh, it makes no sense. And we actually have customers trying to bypass it by saying, okay, then I'll have a little tiny bit of coleslaw or throw in a few kettle chips. I think that needs to be gone now. But um, again, that's up to the Alcohol and Gaming Commission and and, uh, the Premier. Yeah, I mean, sadly, uh, regulations are generally antiquated. It kind of uh, is part and parcel. I mean, they just, you know, we regulate the hell out of everything and therefore hold back those who I think play by the rules and should probably have less of them. Christine, what do you then and Cindy need to have happen here in order to this? Because this is just a conversation between you and Cindy that has taken place. But where do you want this to go and what do you need to happen to get to the private sector involved in this? So there is absolutely nothing stopping a taxi driver from if if 
the, the checks and balances are done at the time of ordering, for example, uh, a taxi driver can pick booze up at the LCBO or pick up a bottle of alcohol at a restaurant if that ID has been checked in advance. This idea that there's a smart serve person who's going to be driving these, you know, Uber vehicles is, I think it's absurd. Not going to happen. Uh, not going to happen. Not going to happen. No. Right. And when you talk about delivery, you know, you're not waiting for someone to come to the door and checking their ID and handing them the bottle. Mm. The idea is that, you know, you're you're not home for your Amazon deliveries. You're not home for your, I don't even think you have to be home for cannabis deliveries right now. Um, there has to be a way to make this more streamlined where you're checking ID um, at the time of the ordering so that the delivery becomes, um, you know, done by a responsible person who is insured and, and has those um, background checks that we talk about all the time. Unlike Uber and Lyft drivers, you know, there's just so many, I think, simple things that could be done but it's just easier for them to partner with these big companies. And it's almost more like it's advertising for them. The advertisement should be, hey, shop locally at Avenue of Bistro. You'll have your, you know, booze or food delivered by one of our local taxi companies. But instead, it's like, oh, Uber and Lyft are here. They can do it. So, you know, it's it's almost just advertising for them. But we don't get that kind of promotion. Nope. Yeah, it's like a, almost like a millennial is in the, the premier's office saying, yeah, of course, Uber Eats. They never, se- never seem to think of local. Um, Cindy, I'll, I'll give you the last say on this. I mean, what, what do you, what's your message to Premier Ford and, and maybe to other businesses? Um, I think, first of all, don't rush into these things. There doesn't seem to be a lot of thought processes put into it. I mean, I agree with you for to say, well, we're just doing a pilot project. We all know it's not a pilot project. It's it's a mm-hmm. done deal. Um, I'd like him to walk it back like he did last year, but I doubt very much that's going to happen. So if it is moving forward, sit down with us and, and let's get some proper regulations in place and, and uh, let us be competitive. That's all I'm asking for. Come, come to the table and let's see what we can do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm lying. It wasn't my last question. When, when do you have to have orders in for the Super Bowl? Oh, now. Now, okay. <laughs> so now we're taking pre-orders now. Perfect. All right. So you're taking orders and maybe uh, Christine Beck Taxi can uh, can do the delivery on that. Um, Ladies, I very much appreciate uh, you joining us. And again, it's a preliminary discussion, but it uh, only takes a few people to hear it and say, I'll jump into that fight. So maybe you'll uh, progress from here, but we'll stay on this and see where it goes. I appreciate your time on this. Thank you very much. I appreciate you giving us the time. Thank you. Cindy Stern, owner of Bistro and Avenue, which, well, get your wing orders in now for Super Bowl. And Christine Hubbard, operations manager over at Beck Taxi. And again, it's just, we always go for one side. And it is true. You don't have to go to the big foreign national. Let's, let's help local, local business. They have been hammered over the last couple of years with lockdowns. Uh, there is just no reason why they should be excluded out of this particular process. It's uh, very short-sighted.